0: Welcome, friends, to Sipping on the Sabbath for this third Sunday of Lent. I'm coming to you today from the Pastoral Center of Holy Family Parish in London, Ontario. So I just completed mission number two out of five missions that I'll be leading in this season of Lent. If you want to follow along on my schedule to see where I will be next, which will be in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, you can go to my webpage, page, PadreAMAC.com, and under the heading, Where is Father Allen, you can see my schedule. If you're able to attend the parish mission, please do so and introduce yourself to me. I'd like to thank you for your ongoing support and encouragement. I have been well looked after here by Father Bob Remark and his whole pastoral staff and all the good people at this parish. Very, very grateful. I was just this morning at Holy Grounds, made myself a little coffee cup here, Holy Grounds Cafe at this parish dedicated to the Holy Family. I can assure you that the Lord Jesus over the last number of days did pass by in a very powerful way way. People experienced physical, spiritual, emotional healing. The Lord is definitely on the move. There is a very good spirit here at this parish. The people are willingly, freely giving Jesus permission, as he calls all of us to do, to just do whatever he wants to do in each of our lives. So praise God. I'm just kind of on a high here, a spiritual high, thanking the Lord for the good way that he is just again just so good to us and loving us and calling us back to himself do crises do lead to renewal and the renewal is for sure happening so thanks be to god for that we do continue on our lenten theme of crisis precedes renewal and it seems that in our gospel today jesus has his own particular crisis the gospel says that he made a whip of cords and drove all of them out of the temple. Jesus is moved. He's moved to action by the injustice of what he saw happening in the temple. And he gives us 10 words that we can actually say, apply to ourselves. Out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. But first, some context. Jesus, again, the gospel we have today, tells us that he was in Jerusalem because the Passover was near. And all Jews were encouraged to go up to Jerusalem once a year and make a sacrifice in the temple. Annas... The high priest of that year and we'll hear more about him as we get closer to holy week he and his family controlled the market of the animals and the birds used in the sacrifices they had only the certified quality controlled animals and birds that were allowed to be used in the sacrifices and also the jewish people were required to pay the temple tax, which was to be paid in temple currency. Think of when we travel to a foreign country, we go to a currency exchange to get currency of the local place where we are. We've got to pay an exchange rate. Well, guess who controlled the exchange rate? Guess who controlled the market on all that? Exactly. So Jesus is just railing against the injustice that he sees happening in the temple, in his father's house. People were coming from all over the place. They needed to buy, purchase an animal or a bird, depending on their economic status, for sacrifice and to pay the tax. And the whole thing was just completely, totally unjust. So Jesus, you may think he just kind of goes postal here and goes goes berserk in the temple, but he's railing against injustice and people being used and taken advantage of. Crisis precedes renewal. All that happens in Scripture is for our edification, our encouragement, our challenge. So what is the message for you and me? How is this applicable to my life? Well, the question becomes then, in looking at our own life, which we desire to do in the season of Lent, has my life, become a bazaar? Is my life a marketplace of commerce cluttered with trinkets that are for sale? Is there bargaining? Is there argument? Is there debate? Is there price gouging? Is there currency exchange going on in my own life? Piling up of things for sale? By our baptism, each of us are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are, to use the words of Jesus himself, our Father's house. Make it more personal. I am my Father's house. And so what's going on in the house of my life? That is my Father's house, me, in my heart, in my spirit. What's going on inside of me? And the prayers and the fasting and the almsgiving that we do in the season of Lent is meant to uncover all that and bring us to a place of radical honesty and availability and allowance of Jesus to do, again, whatever he wants. We give the Lord permission to do whatever he wants because ultimately it is for our good. Am I acting like a beloved daughter, a beloved son of my heavenly father? Or am I acting like an orphan? An orphan fears missing out. An orphan fears not having enough. And so, to apply the first reading we have today from Exodus, from where we get the Ten Commandments, am I coveting? Am I coveting my neighbor's goods? Am I coveting my neighbor's spouse? Am I coveting what other people have because I'm afraid I'm going to miss out? Or do I root myself in the truth of who I am? I am a beloved son, a beloved daughter of my father. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am my father's house, and he will always provide for me. I want to give my heart over to him completely, not to the bazaar, the market, the, the, the collection of trinkets of my life. Jesus, he knew what was in the human heart, John tells us in today's gospel. He knows what is in our heart, and he knows that this particular time of crisis, Lent, through prayer, fasting, almsgiving, can, by his grace, bring us to a place of renewal. So if we are feeling the uncomfortableness, the, the burn in our spiritual muscles in this season of Lent, or this gospel of Jesus driving out the money changers, overturning the tables of the animal and bird sellers for sacrifices, if it makes us uncomfortable, kind of like, whoa, like what's, what's going on here? This is not the kind of Jesus I know. He seems kind of mad, seems kind of gone postal, <laughs> you know, in the in the temple today but just say, Lord, what is the lesson you're trying to teach me? He gives us the Ten Commandments, the, the words, ten words, if you will, to live by. The you shall nots, which in truth are meant to bring us to a place where we see what it is that we can indeed do. We can indeed be. The Lord... He knows better than I do. I want to trust the Lord, trust in the process, give him permission to keep doing what he wants to do. Do I ever say to God, you shall not give God the Ten Commandments that come from me? These are the commandments that you got to live by according to my standards, my expectations of how you need to behave, God. Do I say to the Lord, you shall not, you shall not enter into the house of my life, you shall not enter the temple of my life, and you will not overturn any of the tables, you will not drive out or remove anything from me. I think the the answer is obvious, we we don't say that to him, but I think we can also actually do renounce that, renounce that idea, repent of that idea if we have in any way put limitations on the Lord allowing him to do certain things, but not anything he wants. He does no better than I do. And he, he doesn't want the offering of things, but instead the offering of ourselves to him. He desires that we give him permission because he is a gentleman. He waits for us to make a decision. He desires that we give him permission to turn the tables on ourselves, to turn the tables on ourselves, to choose to cooperate with him in bringing about a crisis in our life. And honestly, giving the Lord permission to overturn the tables in our life can be a time, a moment of crisis because we don't kind of know what's going to happen next. But I want to fully trust in him, that he knows what's best. He loves me beyond measure in a way I can't even imagine how much God loves me. So I want to give the Lord permission and I apply the words that he said to the merchants and the money changers to myself. I say to me, out of here, stop making my father's house a marketplace. I am my father's house by the grace of my baptism. And so that is what the Lord Jesus desires to do in your life and in mine. Overturn the tables of our life that are cluttered with people, places, things, behaviors, attitudes, feelings, etc., that are not of Him, let's give Him permission, my dear friends, to do that. And if it brings us to a place of crisis, nervousness, anxiety, that's okay, because the Lord is there with us. He doesn't do it in a way that is going to be, you know, destructive or annihilistic, but instead, it's healing. It's therapeutic. It's done out of love. He wants to set us free, my dear friends, particularly in this season of Lent. So where have we been in the last couple of weeks? Well, a little preview, a little review rather instead, a little review of the last couple of weeks. The first Sunday of Lent, we talked about how life begins at 40. These 40 days of Lent are meant to bring us to a place of new life and new freedom. And again, in my time That i've been doing parish missions in this season of lent the lord is for sure on the move he is working for sure and people's lives are being changed and we can all experience that same grace last sunday we talked about how we are encouraged not to withhold anything from the lord how am i doing have i been in these days of lent making that decision to say lord i hold nothing back from you And today, it's giving Jesus permission to overturn the tables of our life, to bring us to a place of freedom. Origin, he says that the temple is our soul. Is it filled not with animals and merchants, but with earthly and senseless attachments? Now is the time, my dear friends, to say, Jesus, you just do what you gotta do. I fully trust in you, Jesus. So let us pray. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this season of Lent, this time, Lord Jesus, that you journey along with us through our prayers, our fastings, our almsgivings. When we experience crises, Lord, in our life, help us to understand that you are there with us, right beside us, and they are occasions to bring about renewal. Help us, Lord, to trust in you that you are bringing about new life, that you are calling us to stop withholding things from you so that we can experience freedom. And we give you permission, Jesus, to overturn the tables of our life so that we can live more clearly and more completely in union with your will. Help us, Lord, to act. Help Help us, Lord, to think. Help us, Lord, to feel as we are, your beloved sons and daughters we're not orphans lord we don't grab we don't seek after we trust in you that you will indeed will provide we thank you jesus for all the good work that you are doing in the life of your people the way we are witnessing your grace you're on the move lord and we want to just continue to cooperate with you jesus we give you our yes we say thank you jesus for what you want to do with us in this season of lent even before we know what it is. Mother Mary, St. Joseph, Holy Family, please pray for us today. Amen. Okay, there you go, my dear friends. God bless the rest of your day there. I'm going to post a couple of pictures here at the end of this video of Holy Family Parish, both pictures of the church inside and the outside. And I would strongly encourage you to check out their website it's very very encouraging very very is just edifying and encouraging that the lord is definitely on the move he's acting but whatever they're experiencing here we can experience too so god bless the rest of your day thanks for your encouragement your support etc i pray for you please pray for me in the meantime we stay caffeinated and we remember that when we are powerless that's when we're strong and victory is indeed gained through surrender and may almighty god bless you now father and the son and the holy spirit amen